You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, writer of Mavs.com and ranker of point guards. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What do I have for you? I have a crying baby. <laughs> you do. You do, and you sent me a video. You texted me a video of it earlier. <laughs> Nick texted and was like, hey, when do you want to record tonight? That's normally how our nights go. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, what's your schedule? What, what's, what's your schedule like? tonight? <laughs> And uh, I was like, well, this is my current situation. And uh, <laughs> my wife was at Camp Gladiator working out. And uh, I was like, all right, I was on baby duty. And baby just screaming, crying. And now he's got a little older, so it's like his cries are louder now. And oh, yeah, I say a little older. He's like five weeks old now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because at first I was like, you know what? Like, this is your loudest cry. It's kind of like kind of like King Theoden, you know, in uh, the... Um, in Lord of the Rings, yeah, Lord of the Rings. When he was like, when he's in um, Helm's Deep and he's looking at the orcs and he's like, "This is all you got. This is all you got." And he's like laughing at the orcs coming. And that was like me with my baby until they blew up the wall of Helm's Deep, and then he's like freaking out, and pretty much his whole army died. And so that, <laughs> that was pretty, that was me. I was like, "This is all you got, really? Like this is as loud as the cry." Nah, bro. Now we're like five weeks in and. It's like unbearable, and I like I feel more bad about it because he's starting to get tears, and it's just like oh, <laughs> don't cry. You like no. melt my heart now. And, uh, oh no! But in the when video, he's not crying. In the video is hilarious because he pans. You pan over, and your dog is on the couch, like face on the end of the couch, like really. <laughs> yeah, just staring at me, like just please do something about that. Yeah, make that thing stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dog's like went going through the stage now of like. At first, she probably thought it was like a toy, and was like, "All right, well, cool. I'm just ready for it to leave." And now it's, he's never left, so now she's probably like, "What the crap? This thing is actually here to stay." <laughs> so, oh man, that's really anyway. Cool. Let's rank some point guards. Oh man, we're starting our positional ranking series. We did this last year. We're doing it again. We're ranking the starting uh, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, centers. For every team, can we, the start can we just get start. something out of the way? Don't come at us and say, "Hey, I think X player is going to start at point guard." Why? Did, like we just we made this list. We kind of looked at the two K uh, starters also, and was like, "All right, trying to get some generic, like a generic kind of list down of who we think is going to start." But don't come at us and be like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, why didn't you? Why didn't you rank D'Angelo Russell? Why did you rank it?" Please, I got. And we'll explain why we think if, if it's if it's controversial, like we're not going to explain Westbrook, but we'll explain like you know the other ones that we look at. It's like okay, we think that guy's going to start. If if it needs to be explained, we'll explain it a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're just going to go one through thirty and rank every single starting point guard and see you know which teams have the best players and where we think they all fit. And uh, it's an interesting exercise to try to figure out where the Mavericks rank because last year we went through this and we were like, oh man, this season is going to be tough. <laughs> this season is going to be yeah. brutal. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, and it and it's very simple. The, no futures are involved. It's not yes. who would you rather take for the next ten years. 
We're not talking about, um, we're not ranking them based off the past five years' performance. It's very simple. Who would you want on your team this year? Yeah, it's not trade value either. Not trade value, so we're not going to put some crazy rookie. Like, it's who you would think would be, who you would want this year as your point guard. Yeah, essentially, who's a better player? It's kind of like we're doing 2K ratings, and we're ranking them based on on that. You know, it's it's just kind of like that idea. Um, and there's no potential involved. So, <laughs> I mean, there could be potential for a player to get better from last year to this year, and we will rank them accordingly. Like, we think that, you know, sure. Dennis Smith Jr. is going to get better from last year, and so he'll probably rise a little bit from, for us. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. But other than that, we're just going strictly off of how good we think they're going to be next year. Uh, yeah, like statistically, like Chris Dunn had a way better season than Lonzo did last year. But yeah, like I'm newsflash, I'm gonna have Lonzo ranked above Chris Dunn. Wow, because I just think Lonzo's gonna have a better year this year. But wow, spoiler alert, foreshadowing. Ooh. All right, let's get to it. Let's start with our. This is our top five from last year. You ready to hear? You ready to hear it? Oh crap! Yeah, we had the exact same players, uh, and I don't think they're gonna be the exact same this year, but pretty similar. Um, Steph Curry was number one for me. You had Westbrook. That I had Westbrook two and you had Curry two. We both had Chris Paul at three. We both had John Wall at four. That's very interesting. That was that is an interesting choice. We ranked him so high. This, this last year was supposed to be a Wizards year, and they just their locker room just blew up. <laughs> the past five years. We both had Kyrie Irving at five. Hmm. Then I had Isaiah Thomas at six. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert! Oh crap! Spoiler alert! He didn't make the rankings. You had Isaiah Thomas at nine. Uh, also, we did not. We ranked Marco Fultz last year instead of Ben Simmons. Yes, yeah, that was a mistake too. But it seemed like the the choice at the time. Um, other players not going to be on the list this year. Dennis Schroeder. We both had him at seventeen. Hilariously, <laughs> huh? And he's not making the list. Uh, we had D'Angelo Russell on here. You had him at sixteen. I had him at nineteen. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. We have on here uh, Patty Mills, Rajon Rondo. It's Elford Payton. There's a lot, and we had we both had Chris Dunn number thirty. <laughs> Good on Chris Dunn for proving us wrong. Yeah, that is true. George Hill, That's... we both have on here. He's not going to show up on the list probably. We also put Drew Holiday in this list, and I guess he could technically be a two. Like Elford Payton might start at the one, but. Oh well. Oh well, yeah, we, we had we had Rondo last year as the Pelicans starting because that was the big story last year, and they got Rondo. They're gonna play was, together. Yeah, he was gonna start. Um, so that changed, and we're putting Drew back on this. Um, so yeah, so that's some of our rankings last year. Um, it's interesting to look back on them, and uh, let's get to it. But before we do that, let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, our top five point guards for the 2018-19 season. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right, Isaac, your number one point guard for next season is Steph Curry. Oh, he convinced you this year. <laughs> Why did you have him one now when you had him two last year? Yeah, no, I just think at I mean at some point when you just keep winning titles. <laughs> um, I like Steph more than I do Westbrook. But my whole theory last year, well, not really theory, but reasoning was Westbrook just impacts the game in different areas. But I don't know. I just feel like you can't really argue against Steph at this point. 
Steph and Westbrook are literally the most different point guards in terms of playing style that you could possibly have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Westbrook is just so dominant in the athletic, you know, areas and uh, does not try hard on defense, whereas Steph Curry tries hard on defense but is not good. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah. you know, is not athletically as gifted as Westbrook is. Uh, Westbrook just doesn't have the, the jumper, but he'll take them. <laughs> and uh, Curry could arguably take more jumpers even though he takes a ton for sure i have i have curry one as well still uh and then i have westbrook two i think he's still, for me. still the second best player in the league or second best player in the uh you know this point guard class pretty easily um three i have chris paul Ooh, uh i went with Kyrie. interesting so i i have the exact same three as last year nothing really changed on that front uh and you move Kyrie up from five to three Explain your Kyrie take. Well, I just think that, I mean, what he can do in the finals, he's just one of those handful of players in the league that if I'm in a game seven, I'm gonna, I'm confident that he's going to drop 30 to 35. And I know I mean, all the whole stuff. Well, Boston, look how far they went without him after he got hurt and all that stuff. But I just think when he's healthy that he, he can go toe-to-toe with anybody in the entire league. So it's close. I mean, I had Chris Paul at four, so. Yeah, it was closed because Chris Paul's defense is still, um, is still there. But yeah, I had Kyrie at three. Yeah, I I Kyrie at at four. Um, yeah, he's he's so good finishing around the basket, just an insane. He's probably the best finisher, definitely on this yeah. on this list, probably in the entire league. Um, yeah, and he did this all while starring in a blockbuster motion picture. So, God, <laughs> does that affect your rankings at all? Not at all, because I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Shout out to all the Uncle Drew watchers. All right, and rounding out the top five, I have Damian Lillard. I have Ben Simmons. Oh, I have Ben Simmons at six. <laughs> hey, I have Damian Lillard at six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have the same top six. Here's my thing. I, um, I did, when I went through the list of uh, our starters that we both agreed on, I kind of put them in groups one by one. I put them in groups of four, four different tiers. And... I kind of settled on these top six as like my top tier. And then I have right underneath it's the second tier of like six, uh, six more players. But I just think Lillard on up those guys, they just kind of separated themselves just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, this is the the difference. And, and for most of these guys, except for Ben Simmons, obviously their shooting really separates them from the guys that are going to be below them. Your walls, your Conley's, your Drogic's, you know, they, Lillard, Kyrie, and Steph are just, and and Chris Paul even are just such good shooters that it, it really separates them. They're they're elite shooters in that way, and they're elite in other categories as well. Yeah, and another thing we didn't mention is Nick and I haven't seen each other's rankings. Yeah, so when we say them, um, that's another added thing to our ranks. We like seeing who the, uh, players that were the biggest difference on. Like if there's like ten spots that we think like that's something we hold on to and we'll argue against each other. Like <laughs> oh, you were so low on him and all that stuff. Last year it was Gary Harris, and last year was Gary Harris. <laughs> I had him way too low. I just forgot about him during the rankings, and I just threw him in there, and it was a big mistake. <laughs> I feel like we're, I had one that I was like super high on in one position, but he ended up sucking. But well, we both had Isaiah. I had Isaiah Thomas six. <laughs> God, <Ooh. laughs> he's not even he's not even making the list. All right, number seven, I had John Wall. I have Mike Conley. Okay, I have Mike Conley eight. We're right, we're right there. We talk too much. I love Mike Conley. Um, I don't have John Wall at eight though. Oh, 
Interesting. Um, I have Drew Holiday at eight. Wow. That's that's a big that's a big difference. Not a huge difference. I'm at twelve. Really? I'm at twelve. Ooh. And a, a couple all star point guards between him and Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the this the top twelve really of point the top twelve point guards in the in the NBA are ridiculous. Like they're all yeah, all stars. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's just... what yeah, that's what I was saying. This next six, uh, we have probably the same six point guards here, but yeah, I might kind of at seven, add Drew Holiday at eight. Um, Holiday, man, it's just his health. Like, if he had every season yeah. like he had last season, oh my gosh, like he would probably, he might be in that Lillard conversation. Um, he he just plays such good defense. Like, his defense compared to some of these other guys, anybody in this um, 7 to 12 group, he, he's better than, and then even when you look at, I mean, he's a better defender than Lillard. Um, oh, for sure. Better defender than Kyrie, <laughs> but but like yeah. so he's he's probably like top three, top four defending point guard. It's just you know some of them have better offense stuff. So I hope he has a another healthy uh, season because if him or Anthony Davis goes down, New Orleans is in trouble very Oof. quick. Seriously, uh, without the playoff run, do you think he would be lower? Because I feel like the playoff run did a lot for his stock. Um. I mean, he averaged more points than Lowry and Drogic this season. And three-point percentage, he shot 36%, which is higher than uh, – he shot a higher three-point percentage than Kemba and John Wall. So, I mean, he averaged right at 15 points a game. He averaged more assists a game than Drogic, Lowry, and Kemba. So, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I thought he put up a pretty – no, actually, no. Take that back. I think I'm looking at their. Um, I was gonna say, I think you have somebody else wrong on there, but his his playoff no, run I'm last looking, year. I'm looking at their career averages. <laughs> oh, the uh, I was like, he only shot 34 percent last year from three, but uh, last year in the playoffs, though, he averaged 20 24 points, six assists, and six rebounds per game, and uh, he shot 52 um, percent from the field in that playoff run, and played incredible defense. Uh, that that run really vaulted him, you know, into the into this kind of tier, especially yeah. for me. And then making the all defensive team last year as well, for sure. Yeah, being on that big stage definitely definitely helps for sure. Yeah, at nine I had John Wall. Nine, you go with Wall. Okay, so he drops on there. I have Wall at seven. I've Conley at eight, and I have Lowry at nine. Still, still holding on to Lowry. Okay. I have Lowry at 10. Then, uh... So I posted, real quick, I posted this poll on Twitter uh, today, or a few hours ago, and I was I said pretty simple, like, assuming everybody's healthy, it's a um, seven-game series on playoff, what point guard would you want? Yeah. Would you want Drew Holiday, John Wall, Kyle Lowry, or Kimball Walker? And, man, Kyle Lowry got the least amount of votes by far. But it was like... It's like a head, like it was a John Wall won it pretty good, but Drew Holiday was right after that, and then it was Kemba, and then Kyle Lowry. Do you think you put playoff in that poll, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the stink on on Lowry and the and the Raptors in the playoffs, I think, affects that polls like that. You know, affects people's opinions in that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, even though I picked him for that for that poll, I would pick him, even though I put him below Wall and Drew Hall, or uh, yeah. So you have Lowry at eight. I have Lowry at nine. 
Um, okay. And I have Drogic at 10. And at 8, oh. I had Conley. So I have Wall, Conley, Lowry, Drogic, and then Kemba. Okay. And then, then I, I, I'm flip flop. I had Kemba and then Drogic. And then I have Drew. Hmm. I'm. St- so we we differ the most on Drew Holiday. I have him at eight, and you have him at twelve. So is Drew Drew Holiday is better than Kemba and Drogic, right? I'm I'm gonna move him up. I mean, I think he is for sure. Yeah, I'm moving him up. He gets bumped. He gets bumped. He gets a two spot bump. I'm still gonna put him behind Lowry and Conley and Wall. Okay. All right, then. So then, eleven. Now I have Drogic. Twelve is Kemba. Okay. Yeah, I have Kemba at eleven and Drogic at twelve. So that completes like the second tier for me. Like that, that top six, yeah. uh, I think, has their own group in this seven uh, through twelve group: the Conley, Drew Holiday, John Wall. And I feel like the biggest difference is uh, pro- there's probably a lot of people that put John Wall in that top group with like Lillard and Ben Simmons. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just. There's just something about him that I just move him down to that next tier. And well, he just, he just hasn't brought his team to win anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, have how many playoff series have they won with him as their point guard? Oh gosh, it's hard. I for, don't know. It's hard for me to like even think of a significant playoff memory with him, and I'm sure I'm missing some, and people are yelling at me. But I mean, I remember him playing Boston in that one series. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, when Olenek was hitting all the shots. That, yeah, that's the, that's the big thing about Wall. Uh, okay, so yeah, so that top tier, we I think we agree we agree on all the same players, uh, not in the yeah. same order necessarily, but the top tier is Steph, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Kyrie, Lillard, uh, Ben Simmons. That's the, that's the top group, the top six, and it's hilarious that Ben Simmons is included in that group. Yeah, considering he's 16. It's just so different to think about him with like compared to those players as, you know, compared to players that are more his like a Giannis, you know? Yeah. Then that next tier is John Wall, Mike Conley, Lowry, Drew Holiday, Drogic, and Kemba in whatever order. Yeah. Which one of those twelve could you see falling out this year of the of the top of those top tiers? Um and you we're not saying it's injury wise. Yeah, because um, we have Conley up there, and he played eleven games last year. So I don't know. I could see, I could see Kyle Lowry or Drogic. Yeah, Lowry. Yeah, Lowry, Drogic, and then Chris Paul. I could see even falling, falling a little bit in this. Yeah, he he could fall to the second group possibly just because age. But yeah, he's not going to fall still, out of the top ten. Yeah, he's still gonna he's still gonna be there for sure. But Lowry's just another year older. His best friend's not there anymore. So. If I had to pick one, I think it'll be fine. But if I had to pick one, yeah, yeah, all the other ones seem pretty safe. And we don't know what Miami's going to do with Drogic. They could trade him at some point. Do you think a change of scenery for Drogic would be beneficial for him? I don't know. It just kind of depends on where he went. Like if he went to somewhere like um, like Milwaukee or something, I think that could help him get yeah. get some more like scores and stuff around him and and all that stuff. But what if say he went to Dallas? <laughs> played with Luca, his best friend. All right, number thirteen, I have Ricky Rubio. This is where it gets wild, everybody. It gets um, so thir- weird. I'm thirteen not to thirty. Uh, I'm very interested to see if we have anybody through here uh, that is like <laughs> ten. Uh, like, I'll see how far away we can be on some of these. Because my next tier is thirteen through twenty-one. 
<laughs> so that is nine nine players I kind of put in this next tier. But uh, who did you say you had? Okay, I have Ricky Rubio, and when we come back, we'll discuss that random wild end of the like, second half of the point guards in our uh, positional rankings. All right, Isaac, at number 13, I have Ricky Rubio. So he's just in that next tier for me. Um, who do you where, have? I'm anxious 13? where we had R- Rubio last year. Ricky you Rubio, had I had him at 13, and you, we, had, we both had him at 13. Interesting. So he's the exact same place that he was last year for me. Yeah, and I feel like he had a better year this past year. I know, but how uh, is he going to – he's not going to be able to crack that <laughs> that no. group. Is he better than Kemba, Drogic? I don't know. I, I agree. I mean, I have him lower. So, uh, I mean, I don't have him at 13. That's why I'm I, I'm asking myself. I'm like, crap, I had him at 13, and he had a better year. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might surprise you with this one. I have Jamal Murray. Wow. That does kind of surprise me. I haven't said, I'm at 17. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about him. I I, I think uh, I think he could take a, a next step forward this year in the league. Oh, for and sure. I, I I like his scoring. I like his size. I just don't know about his playmaking and his ability to get everybody else involved. But well, he, yeah, he's I got like that, He's got his center to do that. <laughs> That's very true. Um, so yeah, if we're saying this year, I think he takes a next step. So therefore, it pushes him up a little bit for me because I think he'll uh, yeah. He'll go up a notch. Yeah, that's a good one. I I have him down just a little bit at 17. Um, but he could definitely take that next step, and he kind of has to if Denver wants to really become what yeah. they think they can become. Because and um, If they don't, he's probably on the trading block. Jamal Murray? Yeah. because no, I mean, the, he's part of their young core. I mean, he's... If they start off not very good, they got to upgrade somewhere, and point gonna be, guard's going to be the spot. He's going to be 21 years old. They're not going to move on from him. Who else are they going to trade? That's, Gary Harris? That's the problem. They, they really can't. <laughs> Will Bar- I'd keep Gary Will Harris Barton, over him. Paul Millsap? You're not going to get equal value for Paul Millsap right now at $30 million. Are you going to be – I mean, anybody's tradable. It's <laughs> just process Mons of elimination. Of twice, like, but. Jokic isn't getting traded. Millsap, no. you're going to want value for him, and you probably want to see what you got of him and Jokic. And then, like, I, I think it comes down to if you want to make a significant upgrade, it's lot, I mean, it's Murray or Gary Harris that you put in a package to get somebody else good back. So, like for instance, they want to win now, and they're like, you know what, we're gonna go, after, we're gonna go for Goran Dragic. Yeah, like it's gonna cost you Jamal Murray probably, and but you, will you be better in the short term, and will it help you make the playoffs? I don't know, maybe, probably, <laughs> probably. It's there's still just not a lot of room for them to improve significantly on that spot. Yeah. Like if you, even if you look at the players above, like you have Drogic one spot ahead of Jamal Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have him uh, you know, th- like five spots ahead of him. Uh and even the guys ahead of Murray that I have aren't like significant upgrades to where I would think that, you know, Yeah, it'd be something where you go after go to like Portland or something. Yeah, you'd have say. a huge swing on that. Here's Jamal Murray and uh, you think a they would move on quicker from Jamal Murray or Gary Harris? Probably Murray. I don't know. I'm, See, a, big, I, I'm a big believer in Gary Harris. I think that they believe more in Jamal Murray, but that's hmm. just me. They did just hand Gary Harris a pretty hefty contract. You think, you think Jamal Murray's a point guard? I think you can play either, but. That's that's in a whole different conversation. I think he's like a yeah. CJ McCollum. Yeah, very different conversation. All right, so number thirteen, I have Rubio. You have Jamal Murray. Number fourteen, I have Eric Bledsoe. Still, oh, me too. <laughs> there we go. 
Uh, I felt bad putting him here because his like talk about how a playoff performance can affect your uh, yeah. how people perceive you. <laughs> Remember how Drew Holiday affected him? Yeah, this is the opposite. Yes, exact opposite. Uh, and it was Drew Holiday that shut down. No, 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 no that doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> they didn't play each other. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I wish. But Bledsoe's still really good, man. Like per 36, his numbers are still really good. It was like 20 points per game. Uh, yeah, you know, like five boards and five, you know, six assists or something like that. So he, I mean, he's still, he still puts up numbers in the regular season. Um, just playoffs, he's totally fell apart. Yeah. Do you think he, if he had a better playoffs, do you think he could crack that next group? No. Or, or would you extend that tier for him? Um, if he had I a mean, really I'm, good, I'd put him above team. Murray. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, if he helped Milwaukee go to Eastern Conference Finals and he was, like, the second leading scorer behind Giannis, then, yeah, I'd probably move him to that next tier. But I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think so either, but we'll see. All right, number 15, I have Jeff Teague. Oh, see, I hate Jeff Teague. I know you do. I, I, as soon as I read that, <laughs> I was like, he's going to have him real far down. <laughs> um, I guess I might surprise you Where do you have him, 25? <laughs> no, no. I have Jeff T at eighteen. No, that's not bad. That's not that's no, not a not huge difference bad. in this in this range. Now yeah. That's not a huge difference. All right, Nick. So remember, this is based off like what we think how you're, they're gonna play you're this Dennis, year. You're putting Dennis at fifteen. <laughs> how we think they're gonna play this year and who you would want Do as it. a point guard. Do it. Put Dennis there. I have Dennis at fifteen. Wow. This- okay, here's my thing. I thought it was way too high, but then literally I looked at myself and said, Isaac, who would you want as your point guard? Do you want Dennis Smith Jr. or Ricky Rubio? I'm like, you know what? I think I'd want I want Dennis because I think he's going to take that next step. That's, cra- that's crazy. Or Jeff Teague. I would take him over Jeff Teague. I would take Jeff Teague still. No. Better shooter right now. Last year he was. You think Dennis is going to be a better shooter than Jeff Teague next year? Jeff Teague's like a 40% three-point shooter. Hmm. I think he'll be better because I think he's going to get more open threes because of Luka. I hope so. I mean, I, I sure hope so. Jeff Teague last year, by the way, 37%. Sorry. Wow. 37. Get off. All right. I have Dennis at 21. Oh, snap. This is going to be our biggest difference, Nick. That's not good for the pod. That's not good for the it, brand. It's the player we cover. <laughs> It's not good for the brand. <laughs> no, it, it just comes down to just, I mean, obviously if you go off solely stats from last year, then, yeah, you'd be like, what the crap are you talking about? Like, Ruby had a better year than Dennis for sure. He did, yeah. I just, I really think Luca's going to, like, I think Dennis will, will adjust to it. And I, I think, I think Luca or not, Dennis would take a, a big step forward next year. So, or at least I'm expecting it. So, I have, my rankings have to reflect that. All right. Um, man. Keep on going. All right. So our big difference so far, Dennis at 15 for Isaac, and I have him at 20. Fourth quarter, game seven. Do you want Dennis or Jeff Teague as your point guard? You hate Jeff Teague so much. <laughs> I'd probably still take Jeff Teague. He's been an all-star. He's been in the league. He's, you know, a veteran. Mm-hmm, okay. I take, I take, like, a veteran over, you know, Dennis right now. Okay, that's yeah, that's a poor analogy because he's never Dennis never been in like the playoffs or anything or a game that matters yet. Not, he didn't even play in the tournament in college. 
True. But I think he takes that next step. Next player. Uh, so I had Jeff Teague at 15. You have Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, 16, I had Patrick Beverly. Okay. I feel that. I had Beverly at 17. 16, you had? Ricky Rubio. Okay. So we're not too far on Rick. Uh, so that next tier, I think, uh, I guess we're still in that next tier. Um, yeah, I have a couple more in that next tier. Yeah, number 17, I had Jamal Murray. And then uh, 18, I had Chris Dunn. Oh, I have him at 20. I have Chris Dunn at 20. Not, not a big difference. Big uh, jump for Chris Dunn from his for last. Huge, from literally last to third, from 30th. He was just a cast off from Minnesota. He was supposed to be yeah. their point guard. He was supposed to be the answer to that. You know that group of Wiggins and Towns, and that was supposed to round out their young core, and he just—he was horrible in Minnesota. He was terrible, so bad. And then he uh, gets sent to Chicago. Has a really good, like a really good year, surprisingly good year for him. And so he rises from thirty to eighteen for me, and twenty for Isaac. Yeah, I like Chris Dunn, one of God Shame God's boys. Um, yeah, I had Rubio at sixteen, Beverly at seventeen, Jeff Teague at eighteen. And we have the same player at number 19. How do you know? Alonzo Ball. Ah, uh, because I told you I had done at 20. You said you had Alonzo above, above Chris Dunn. The Alonzo-Rondo thing is going to be interesting, though, because this could very well – this could very easily be Rondo's spot. And it, Listen, the Ball family drives me nuts, but just Alonzo and his game, yes. I, very, I very much enjoy and I'm a believer in. Um, so – and I think him with LeBron is a great fit. Definitely. I just, uh, I Definitely. just hope they let it like play out. Like Even if it costs you some games, just I don't want LeBron to succeed um, in L.A. <laughs> but uh, from a Talk basketball standpoint. not being good for the brand. <laughs> uh, from a basketball standpoint, uh, I think that they just need that time. I think they'll work just fine. Yeah, Alonzo needs more open shots. He needs more like catch and shoot kind of shots. Did he change his shot? I thought I saw something the other day. Yeah, there's these videos that kind of show weird angles and make it seem like he doesn't pull it as much from the left. But I think he still does. I mean, KD does that. He just it's not as insane as Lonzo's do, is. Do not defend Lonzo's shot with KD. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that some people still do that. I mean, KD does it, so who cares? I mean, that's <laughs> not what I was saying. <laughs> They're gonna be in the top, like top teams in the West with the Warriors and Rockets. Okay, <laughs> don't ever tweet like one thing to Isaac because he'll just take it forever. Especially if it includes LeBron, he'll just take it forever uh, and use it against you. <laughs> Did it even include LeBron? It was the late. It was about the Lakers. Yeah, it was about the Lakers because that's your team. The Lakers and they have LeBron. He's the best player in the world, True. the history of the planet. And his Space Jam movie is going to be way better oh, than Oh, the history Jordan. of the planet. I was about to agree with you about best player in the world. Number but 21, the oh, I have gosh, Deontay Murray. Okay, I love Deontay Murray. I just – he's getting um, – he's kind of like uh, Devontae Parker for me in football. Mm, like I'm just like yeah. waiting for him to break out. I'm just like, where, when is your time, bro? Like, well, the the thing about Deontay Murray is he's he's – better defensively than he is offensively right now. And so it's hard to like, it's hard to evaluate that. Whereas Dennis, he's way better offensively than he is defensively. So you have to kind of take that into account. And so that's why, I, that's a, why I have Dennis below Dunn and Lonzo. And it's like Manu and Tony's gone. So like, it's, it's going to be his show now. Yeah. Him and Patty Mills. 
So Yikes. I'm a huge believer in his game. I, I I really do like him a lot. But uh, I have him at 23. Yeah, not a huge difference. <laughs> I have Reggie Jackson at 21. Yeah, I'm at 23. It was hard. It was hard okay. for me to place Reggie Jackson. I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, me either. I was He's a like, fan of him when he was in OKC. In that first year out of OKC, he was really good. He was really good for the Pistons that first year, and then just ever since then, it's just been. I don't He's know. like Kroger brand John Wall. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with him. Great value brand John Wall. Yes, yes. <laughs> the Walmart brand. <laughs> um, okay, 22. I had um, Darren Collison. Oh snap! We're gonna have a big difference in that. I think Collison sucks. I thought he was. I thought he was really good last year. He was almost like 50, 40, 90 shooting last I've, year. I have Collison at twenty eight. Good lord, <laughs> that's a big difference. Wow, you think he really sucks? Yeah, I'm not a fan at he all. He was a starter on a playoff team last year. <laughs> Wait, once we finish this list, we're gonna go through these name game and be like, you would take Darren Collison over Frank Nilakina next year in the Pacers. Yes. No, stop it. Get I think I would. Here. You'd take him over Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. I, I was surprised. He, Spencer Dinwiddie shot like 38% from the field last year. I don't care. He had a very good season. I have Dinwiddie at 22. And I How stand many points by that. per game you think Spencer Dinwiddie averaged last year? I don't year? give a crap. He probably came off the bench. No, he, started. To a, he started a lot. We're putting this to a Twitter poll right now. Oh my gosh! Who would you rather have, Darren Collison? You can't do that because they're Mavs fans and they're going to be biased because of that one year that they had Darren Collison. Uh, therefore, you might win. No, they're going to be biased against him because that wasn't a good year. No, they won't be biased against him. As soon as this pod's over, I'm putting it up for a poll. Okay. Who would you rather have, Dan Weeder or Collison? Tweet at us. I want to hear from somebody tomorrow. No, when because I wake Spencer Dinwiddie might tweet at us. <laughs> he, may, he actually might. Um, and yeah, I have, I I have Dinwiddie at 24 and Reggie Jackson at 23. So it's not a huge okay. difference right there. I have Dinwiddie at 22, uh, Murray at 23, De'Aaron Fox at 24. Yeah, I have him at 25. He he kind of falls out of that top, you know, that that tier of uh, of the young guys, the Lonzo, Dunn, Dennis Smith Jr. kind of group for me. Yeah, that rookie group, I would clearly take – obviously we're a little biased with Dennis, but I think Lonzo and Dennis is – Some of us more than others apparently <laughs> – no way. <laughs> um, I think Lonzo and Dennis is a little bit ahead of Fox and Nilakina in them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have Nilakina at 26. I have my first rookie at 25 in Colin Sexton. Ooh, nice. You have him at 27. Um, and then 20- I think he could be a sneaky rookie of the year pick. Colin Sexton? Well, he's going to get the opportunity for sure. He's going to have the ball, and especially like if he like hits and he's good, like – if Kevin Love stays and like all that stuff, they could sneak into that eighth seed, and he could have a decent year. Not, with, anyway, a rookie, not with a rookie point guard, they're not sneaking into the eighth seed. Oh, okay. You gonna bet against uh, Detroit? I I'm gonna bet against the rookie point guard trying to lead a team to the eighth yeah. spot. I like Kevin Love than Orlando. Kevin Love then Orlando? What was like some of these other teams that could be there in the eighth yeah, seed? Yeah. Like somebody's got to get the eighth seed. Well, I pick Miami above them for sure. Yeah. What? No. Come on. Over who? Cleveland. Cleveland. I don't know. I think with I'd a take rookie Cleveland. point guard, Goran Dragic is gonna eat his lunch. 
Okay, well, everybody, I think, no, I think Hassan Whiteside's eating everybody's lunch because, like, he can't guard anybody, and they got to figure out what to do with him. And now no one can find their lunch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who do you have at 26? 26, I have Frank, Frankie Smokes. Hey, we were in the same spot. What? Yes, Frankie Smokes. Guys, I feel like some Trey Young fans are really going to come at us. Why? He's not he hasn't proven anything. I have him at twenty eight. I have him at twenty seven. I have Colin Sexton at twenty seven. Okay. And hey, you, you know you have, I have at twenty eight. You have Collison at twenty eight. I, I have Trey Young at twenty eight. I thought about putting a Kobo over This uh, end of the list is so bad that it's I don't know why the Collison thing shouldn't matter that much, but it does. <laughs> Alright, listen, we we had to settle on a, a Phoenix point guard at this time. It could be Devin Booker at the time, yeah. which would throw everything off, but we just went with Ellie Kobo. Yeah, yeah, we went with Ellie Kobo. I have him at 30. Oh, no, I have him at 29. DJ Augustine's horrible. <laughs> I would still take DJ Augustine above him. He kills Dallas, but he's bad. I would still take DJ Augustine because we don't. We have no idea what we're getting with Ellie Kobo. Ellie Kobo's 44 points in that random game is better than anything DJ Augustine's done in his whole career. <laughs> We're arguing the second to last and last <laughs> point guard in our I'm rankings. still fascinated that you're a huge Darren Collison fan. Not a huge Darren Collison. I have him at Do you I have have a ranked jersey the 22nd then? best point guard in the starting point guard in the league. You have a Darren jersey, don't you? No. <laughs> yeah, I have a Mavs one. I have a Pacers one. I have a UCLA one. <laughs> I expect your Twitter account to change to Dar- Darren Collison fan account. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Collison, Stan. <laughs> Darren Collison, Stan. <laughs> So you would okay that that Pacers team would be better with Collison than Nilikina. Sure. Oh my gosh. Fox, no. Dinwiddie, Darren Reggie Fox. Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Is, I'm not a Reggie Jackson fan. Great value, Reggie Jackson. You wouldn't have. I thought Darren Collison was pretty good last year. Oh my gosh! Please. Good enough to be the 22nd ranked point guard. 22nd. He shouldn't even be top 25. Last year you had Darren Collison ranked 29. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I moved him up one spot for that incredible year that he had. He moved from 29 to 28 for me. <laughs> Let's look at Collison's awesome stats last year. Ooh, man. Get that all-star vote in, guys. He averaged 12 points a game. 12 points, five assists, two and a half boards, a steal. Hey. And he shot. Give me those, give me those two and a half boards. Bro, he shot 47% from three. Hey. If he was on the Magic, he would lead the team in assists. Forty-seven percent from three, man. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Why are you not impressed? Forty-seven percent from three. That that's literally the only thing that's impressive about his stat line last year. We're not talking about he's vaulting himself into the next tier. He's <laughs> he played thirty minutes a game and he averaged five assists a game. That's fine. Okay. He was playing with Oladipo, who got the ball a lot. Okay, that's true. Hmm. You hate Darren Collison so much. <laughs> hey, okay, so if let, let's end on this. If Devin Booker was on this list, where do you think he would end up? Um, oh gosh, uh, just assuming that he would be like Kevin or like Kevin. Why would I say Kevin? Um, James Harden light type yeah. of role. Um, I don't know. I guess in between Lillard and like I would put him like Conley, Holiday, that group. I guess you put him in that second tier. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Tevin Booker's really good. He is good. He's not good defensively. 
He's very bad defensively. No, I mean, I think he's, for me, he's clearly better than like Jamal Murray, Eric Bledsoe. But. Yeah, yeah, I would have him above that. I would probably have him above. Um, I would put him under Kim. Uh, no. I would just put him with that second group somewhere. It's so tough because once you become a point guard, then there's so many more different things that you have to evaluate yeah. them on, you know? We'd have to look at it like his assist numbers and like, just how what does he look like playing a playmaking role and all that stuff, and then who he's playing with too? Because I mean, how many players is he actually going to be able to? He averaged four point seven assists last year, which is good. He's he's okay. So this is his assist numbers the last three years: two point six, three point four, and four point seven. That's pretty good. He's improving every year on that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, he would be up in he'd definitely be in the top twelve. Top twelve, yeah, for sure. Or top thirteen. For sure. So there you go. That's our point guard rankings. We'll continue to uh we'll come back on Friday probably and do the uh either shooting guards or wings or something else like that. Uh and we're also gonna do benches too. We did we do we're doing the whole bench unit, which is yeah. <laughs> gonna be kind of difficult. <laughs> But we'll try to figure out how we're going to make that work. So there we go. Uh, I had Dennis Smith Jr. at 20. Isaac had him at 15. We're kind of split on how he's going to be next year. I think Dennis's stats are going to go way down next year because Luca's going to have the ball a lot. So I think that's going to affect his ranking. But uh, I still have him improving from last year. So. I think it takes a big step forward, and he's a top 15 point guard next year. Put it on the board. That'd be awesome. Hey, I'm all for that. So, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. We'll be back on Friday. Peace out. Boom.